it's time for Sales with Sully. Your host, Scott Sullivan, brings his 30 years of sales and marketing experience to you, the sales professional, addressing your questions from Twitter to help you be better at reaching your goals. This is a weekly show that happens right here on InspiredNewsRadio.com. And now your host, Scott Sullivan. Well, here we are again. It's that time of the week. It's time for Sales with Sully. Hi, I'm Scott Sullivan, your host. Every single week, we come up with some great ideas. We talk about tips and tricks and procedures and things that will help you be a better sales professional. And if you've been following along for the last six weeks, we've been talking about getting ready for a major event or something to do with uh, a big marketing event. What we're using as an example is Solar Power International. We've been calling this series the March to SPI or the March to Anaheim because that's where it's going to be. As most of you know, I come from the solar industry of over 20 years in solar and energy. We have a national trade show every year, rotates around to different places but it is called Solar Power International, and this year it is at Anaheim, California. And we've been getting ready for it. So in the past six weeks, we have talked about it's never too early to start planning. We talk about the planning started for SPI 2018, the day after SPI 2017. Make sure you have your booth set uh, as far as the location, because most trade shows you can actually pick the booth if you're an exhibitor from uh, that particular year, you can go into exhibitor registration and actually pick your booth for next year. It literally started the last day of the show for the next year. And then we talked about the 12 weeks before working with the marketing department, doing all the planning and the progress, designing the booth, making sure that you have sales has input into what we're doing in the marketing department, working closely together and working through the supply chain to make sure that we have all the parts and pieces that we need. Then we talked about the actual uh, training and the pieces that we needed to do in order to get ready and be prepared for the show. What are your salespeople going to do? What uh, What's the booth staff look like? What are the events that we're going to attend? What are the goals of the trade show? What's the ROI if there is one? Make sure that all of that is passed on and communicated to the team. Then as we get into the last few weeks, right before we actually attend the show, then we started with you know making cold call or making phone calls, making follow-up calls, setting appointments, trying to figure out what exactly was the goal and how does that relate to the sales department and what does the sales department do to help uh, facilitate that goal. In this case, we were making calls for new prospects to get them to come by and we were using the CEO as leverage. Hey, come by and meet our CEO of our great company. And then we also used a cocktail party in this example so that we could say Wednesday night at uh, you know four o'clock in the afternoon, we're going to tap a keg. We'd like for you to stop by. And then we send out evites. All of these things that we were doing were uh, in conjunction with the marketing department to build a list. And why would we want to build the list? Well, the evite, you have two or three hundred people that you're going to be sending an evite to that are going to RSVP to a cocktail party. That gives you their contact name, sometimes their cell phone, and definitely their email address so that you can start marketing to that group as you move forward. The appointments that you have set, 
We've talked about all the planning and preparation it takes and the scripts and the things that the sales inside and outside sales can do to help set those appointments and what the goal is for those appointments. We've put up a central calendar so everybody knows who's going to be working the booth at certain times, who's going to be managing uh, the meet and greets as they walk up to the booth, people that are not scheduled for appointments, how are we sorting, what are the goals and the, the aspects of what we're trying to accomplish while we're at the trade show. Well, here we are now. After all of that, we are now the week of the show. We are actually now in the final throws and preparations. The booth has already been shipped. The logistics team knows when and where it's going to arrive. We have the staff that's going to set up the booth and get everything organized. All of the uh, cold calls, all of the warm calls, all of the prospect calls are done. And what are the last things that we need to do right before we actually step onto the showroom floor and start the trade show and take a look at all of our planning. So let's back up now and after we've done all this recapping, let's look at exactly what we are going to do as we prepare for that last push right up to the moment of we start with SPI. Let's review just for a second. How many appointments do we have? Let's say that we're going to be there for three days. We have slated uh, 10 slots. We have 10 half hour slots for uh, appointments and we have two locations at our booth, one outside and one inside with a conference room and we have filled all of those 10 slots. Now, here's where, here's where the, all this planning and all this uh, preparation really, really pays off. Because now what you're going to do is you're going to work in conjunction with the marketing department and you're going to put together a one, a master binder. Everything that's going to happen during the course of the show, who's going to work at each, you know, each day, booth duty, what gets done, all of the things is in a master binder. And you have now assigned a master booth uh, person, somebody who is in charge. It's not usually the CEO or the COO, it's someone in the marketing department usually, and it is someone who is in charge. Don't go to the COO or the CTO and say, oh, the electricity is not working, the Wi-Fi is not working. They're not gonna know uh, what the granularity of that level of what's going on. You have to have a show person. So the booth manager, the person who's in charge that has the master binder. Then you put up all of your uh, signage so that you know uh, inside the cabinet door who's working and what time they have to report and all the things that go along with that. So we are now ready to move forward. Now, the last thing that you're going to do is after you get this master binder done, you're also going to have part of the master binder is what we call an executive summary. The executive summary is going to be a one page, no more than 30 seconds to one minute to read from top to bottom. And that one page on eight and a half by 11 paper is going to be exactly what it is that we're going to accomplish. It's going to be the name of the person that we're meeting with or persons, the name of the company, who the sales representative is, who set the appointment, the phone numbers of all the people that are attending, the CEO or the COO or whoever you have as an executive level that's going to be attending, every person that's going to be attending or has been invited to attend that meeting and whether they have accepted or not. 
Then there's a little section in the middle that says, here's why we're meeting. This person is a, or this company is a vendor, this company is a strategic partner, this company is a prospect, possible customer. Whatever it is, doesn't matter. There's an executive summary that walks through that whole process about who they are and what they are. Then at the bottom, you're gonna put on there, what is the purpose of this meeting? What is the goal that we have set? And the reason for this executive summary is so that when one of your executives comes in and sits down, they can open a folder, they can look at it because you're going to hand this to them 30 seconds before they walk into the meeting or a minute before they walk into the meeting and they can review and get their mind straight as exactly who's in charge, who's running the meeting because the person who said it may not be the person who's in charge. It may be the person whose customer it is. So you may have a sales relationship there with an account manager or a salesperson that's in charge and, and or you may actually have somebody that is a surrogate. So for instance, if you're having a trade show or an event on the west coast of the United States and you did not bring any of the east coast folks in because of logistics and flights and costs and all that, but this customer happens to be on the east coast and it was the, the meeting was scheduled by your east coast account manager, then you want to make sure that you have appointed a surrogate and that you have had a conversation with that person prior to the meeting, prior to the show, and make sure that everything is in line so that you have all the goals uh, the same as that person does. Make sure that that executive summary is in their hands, that they've had a chance to review it, make edits to it, and now you hand it off to uh, the CEO, you sit down at the meeting because you're the surrogate and you say, you know, good afternoon, this is our CEO, uh, this is our COO, whoever it happens to be, and this is the customer. Now the CEO has already read the, the uh, executive summary, so he or she knows exactly now what the goal is. You're going to be driving the meeting as the surrogate, and then you're going to fill out the, the information that is take notes basically of the meeting and make sure that those notes are then returned back to the person who set the meeting or the person who uh, owns that particular account on the East Coast. That becomes your priority as the surrogate taking care of, of that client. So now you understand where we are with uh, the preparation and the planning. We have our master our master binder set up, the booth is all there, it's already on its way, everything's been shipped and packaged, The, the uh, all the brochures, any videos, anything else. Now you have the back of that binder, which are the things that the marketing department are going to, some of the goals that they need to achieve. For instance, one of the things I highly recommend is that you have a person in the marketing department that is responsible for, now I don't necessarily think you have to buy a video camera, I think you can do this from a high-end cell phone, but I would suggest that you have someone that is responsible for capturing uh, maybe a 30 second to one minute video testimonial. Now what does that mean that you have to prep for and prepare? You don't necessarily have to have uh, a script prepared or prepare anything in advance because you may want to catch the customer kind of in an impromptu kind of mode but you need to have a part of the booth set up with your logo in the backdrop so that they're actually filming against the backdrop of your logo the 
I would practice, if you're the marketing person, I would practice making sure that you know how to do this. But I would set up the camera in a, uh, a situation where you can be at eye level with the person and you can give them a couple of sample scripts. Something that says something like, and you can make this up as you go along, and you can have something printed where you give them a laminated copy or a printed copy of what you'd like for them to say or if they could answer honestly on this question, and then you give that to them to help spur some information. And you might have five or six or seven of these printed up because you may want one that's about maybe being on time or finishing the project on time or finishing it on budget or cleaning up after themselves or you know there's a variety of different things you may want to have a testimonial on the operation side you may want to have a testimonial on the sales side where the salespeople were just stellar and you couldn't do this without the you know the partnership and the help of your account executive and then mention them by name those are types of things that you can use for the marketing side for you know credibility and leveraging uh, new relationships by giving them a testimonial in the form of a video now what I would recommend that you do is I would recommend that you get a video or a uh, photography release form and what that photo release form will say is is that you're giving us permission to use your image even though there's probably no uh, the, the law basically says that you have to have an expectation of privacy and when you're at a national trade show I doubt seriously you have any expectation of privacy but if you're going to do this intentionally, if you're going to intentionally ask them a question and videotape it or record it, I would suggest you get a brief, very brief, one paragraph release form signed. And then you can ask them is can, you know, do you have permission uh, or, or do you have authority to give us permission to use your company logo or your company name? And if they don't, then don't use it. Then you can actually send a copy of the video to the proper through the proper channels. Now they can always say just as who they are. So hi, this is Scott Sullivan. I'm with XYZ Company, and I just want to take a minute to tell you how great uh, ABC Company is and what a great job they did. I can do that and not have to use. I don't have to put the logo up or anything else. I can just state who I am and what company I work for. And it's a personal experience. It's my personal experience with ABC Company, and I wanted to share that with you. That's fine. And then you don't need a corporate release form. You can just use the regular, you know, personal release form. So as you can see, there are multiple goals, multiple facets of things that are going to be happening. And right at the very last minute, the 11th hour, you want to make sure you have all of those parts and pieces done. How are you gleaning the information? Are you scanning their badges as people walk by? Do you have a piece of uh, information or a giveaway? Now, one of the things that has been a new trend lately that has worked extremely well is something called a video sales letter. And here's how a video sales letter works. It's a one to three minute video about your company, what you do, your value proposition, and something that's a little different, uh, that makes you a little different, that sets up your differentiation. I would suggest you have someone like your CEO do the video or do the voiceover or have a little segment inside the one to three minute, minute video inside that says, hi, this is the CEO. 
this is my name and we really appreciate your your business we would really like the opportunity to show you you know why we think we're the best and and we'd like to you know share with you some of that information something very very simple very quick and very easy now here's how this works if you're working at the trade show at the booth and somebody walks up and starts talking you can say well, you know what? That's great, Joe. I've got a real quick, you know, three-minute video from my CEO and a little bit of an overview. We we pride ourselves on being a green company. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to just send you this uh, this video. Uh, let me grab your cell phone number real quick, and I'll send it to you right now. So while you're standing in the aisle talking to each other, you get their email address or their or their cell phone number and you type it into your phone and you forward a copy of that video sales letter right to them they get it right there on the spot and you say did you get it oh yes great click on that button right there and that should open it up they click on the button and it starts to play the video great excellent if you get a, just a two minutes to take a look at that i would really appreciate it if you have any additional questions now you have my personal cell phone feel free to give us a call now you can do that with a variety of different technologies now. So you can actually use the technology of your own personal cell phone that's issued to you by the company. You can actually use a corporate cell phone that is then forwarded, that number is forwarded through customer service or however you wanna do it. You can actually use software now. There's actually software that will generate that text and send it to them and then when they reply, it'll go into your uh, CRM or into your uh, website uh, you know prom promotions and your marketing department and all of that all working in conjunction so there's a variety of different things you can do you can get as elaborate or as simple as you want but the video sales letter is again very simple one to three minutes does not cost much to generate and you can use it as a lead-in and you can change it for every single event because you could have the CEO record something like hey thanks for stopping by at SPI we really appreciate it sorry I didn't get a chance to you know to meet you personally but I'd love to uh, share this information with you by the way here's a little overview of our company and then the voiceover comes on and says you know we're ABC company this is what we do this is how we do it isn't this fantastic we'd love to, to get a follow-up with you please reply to this uh, text message or please reply to this email to have a account executive give you a call just a very soft very soft call to action at the end and that video sales letter can be a big big boom because remember you're gleaning the person's contact information probably their cell number right there on the spot uh, so it works out really, really well. So you can scan badges, you can use the video sales letter, but you need to have all of that worked out in advance. So next week, when we get all this together, we're going to actually be standing at the show. And what are we going to do once we get there? And how does it actually work? And where do we get all of this ROI information? And now we're on the march to SPI in Anaheim. So I wanted to say, first of all, thank you very much for allowing me to put together this long six-week series on the March to Anaheim and everything that comes along with getting ready for a major trade show. This is Scott Sullivan. You know me as Sales with Sully. You can always reach me on Twitter, at Sales with Sully. It's super simple. I say it all the time. You can find me on LinkedIn, friend me on Facebook. I am all over social media. I truly appreciate you listening every week. I love your comments. Keep those comments coming, especially on Twitter, at Sales with Sully.
anything I can do to be a resource for you, I would really appreciate you uh, just reaching out and letting me know. So until next week, when we actually show up at the show and we've got everything lined out and now we're actually executing this multi-week plan that we've put together, <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun. So as we march our way to Anaheim for SPI, this is Sales with Sully saying thank you very much for listening and I'll talk to you again next week. You've been listening to Sales with Sully on InspiredNewsRadio.com. We take your sales and marketing questions each week on Twitter at Sales with Sully, hashtag INR, and like us on Facebook. On behalf of your host, Scott Sullivan, and the entire Sales with Sully team, thanks for listening, and see you next week.